Wow. Do you know where to go today? My God, I know just where to go. Thank God for, that, that's going way back, Walter Hawkins and the Love Center Choir. Uh, some of you were not even born, and, you know, I was just running around having fun. Uh, but, you know, I thank God because you don't know what's in your spirit until it comes out. You know, a sponge absorbs whatever its environment is and it absorbs so much and when that sponge gets squeezed whatever's in that sponge is going to come out and so i woke up this morning and i could hear the words of that song and i haven't been listening to um uh to know walter hawkins or anything uh, from the throwback years you know as some might put it but those words dear jesus i love you you're a friend of mine you supply my every need. Those words was ringing in my spirit, and I'm grateful for that. And let me tell let me tell you what why I'm so excited and why I'm so grateful about that being in my spirit is that I could have woke up and been standing in the presence of God, and in my heart, Jay Z could have been coming out. I could have been standing in front in the presence of God and it could have been uh, some uh, 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 Lizzie coming out. You know, it could have been anything coming out of my spirit instead of a praise and a worship unto him. And so I'm grateful for that. And that's something to think about because uh, many are stepping out of time into eternity unprepared. And so here we are. Uh, thank you for joining us on the second day of August uh, 2020, and we're listening, you're listening to Sunday Morning Live uh, from Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, and we are inside the pages. Uh, Sunday morning begins at 8 a.m., and Tuesday Bible study begins at 7 p.m., uh, Thursday, the Acts of the Holy Ghost. Thursday evening, the Acts of the Holy Ghost is at 9 p.m. And we have the times uh, set as that accordingly. You know, uh, it's good to go to bed with God on your mind, just as I was just talking, mentioning. Uh, when you wake up, you want the Lord on your mind. And so we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful, bold, the church. Uh, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Now, listen, if you missed any uh, any of the messages, uh, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on Demand, and it will take you into the archive of messages. Uh, again, teaching on being rapture ready, that is the theme on Sunday mornings uh, from now until the end of the year. If the Lord say the same, we'll see. But as of this moment, we're talking about being rapture ready. So many have forgotten that you must, you must be ready in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Listen, you, you might be dealing with uh, some pains of a relationship. You might be dealing with loss of employment. You might be dealing with uh, the, the death of a loved one. Let's just be trans, let's just be real. Uh, whatever you're dealing with does not supersede the word of God. It does not take God's place. It doesn't. So many are, are replacing God's word. They're replacing the Lord. I got a boyfriend. I, I can't serve God today. I got a girlfriend, you know, excuse me. I have a friend. I have a friend and I, you know, and that is the most important in my life right now. You know, friends do come and go, uh, even marriages. Um, situations that we deal with uh, are changing. But one thing that will not change is the word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word stays the same. And his word says that he's going to come in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. You know, we used to play that game, ready or not, here I come. You know, and so uh, the Lord is going to come. Uh, the Bible tells us in 2 Peter 3, 10 through 13, it says the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the, which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. And the earth also and the works therein shall be burned up. 
Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Uh, again, you know, we must be ready in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. And so I want to keep the focus on being rapture ready and not trying to get ready. I don't want you to try to get ready. You, you know, many have ran out the door and, and trying to get to the bus stop. The bus just goes on. Uh, the train goes on. It has a schedule to keep. And so when God, the, the things that have been set in motion, and uh, yes, things have been set in motion and you don't have time to be found getting ready, you know, making excuses and procrastinating, you know, I'll do it tomorrow, you know, understand. And I, I know you understand that uh, procrastination is the thief of time. You know, so many are, uh, we have so many other things that we put in God's place. Bible classes at seven o'clock, but I'm going to go bike riding. Uh, Bible classes at seven o'clock, but you know, I I got to go to school tomorrow, but yet I'm going to stay up to 10 o'clock watching a movie. Uh, Bible, you know, so many things that we put ahead of God, but we want God to put us first when we call upon him. Uh, and so the Bible tells us in Joel two and one, it says, blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. Uh, Noah got ready. Enoch was ready. Joshua and Caleb and Elijah were ready. And Daniel, uh, just to name a few, were ready. Uh, they were ready and they knew they were ready, not according, not because of their own mindset. Let me let me clarify. Let me make this very clear. It don't matter what you think about yourself. What does God think about you? What is God saying? And you'll find that in his word. Uh, if you don't line up with his word, uh, then it don't matter what you think and what you say about yourself. And you can refute whatever you want with what I'm saying with it. But I'm just being real and you know in your own heart uh, that you must be ready in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with a great cloud of witness, uh, let us lay aside every weight. There are too many weights that we're holding on to in sin, which do us so easily beset us. Let us run this waste with patience. All right. So with that being said, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Then we're going to go into the book of Hebrews. Uh, to help us be rapture ready. I'm excited about Jesus this morning, and I hope you are too. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you, Lord God, for your goodness. We bless you for your grace, for your mercy, for what you have done, what you're going to do for allowing us to open our eyes up. Lord, and I, I just personally thank you for the, the praise that you allowed to be on my heart this morning. Lord God, and I pray that, that I'm uh, along with those that are listening, and those that will hear the message later, Lord God, that we be found in your will. Lord God, we strive and to make diligent, uh, Lord God, not just a desire to be saved, Lord God, but that we work and do what is necessary to line up with your will. In Jesus' name, amen. In the book of Hebrews, Hebrews, the 12th chapter, uh, you know, we're still dealing with the, the stay at home and, and my prayers that you are being faithful because even if we were not in the stay at home uh, dealing with this pandemic, uh, it, it doesn't matter what you do when you're in the presence, you know, when you, when we're congregated together, you know, and everybody looking, uh, looking all nice and, you know, and smiling, some looking like dots, others looking like, you know, I don't want to, and others looking like I'm so glad that what matters is when we're, when we depart from this place, and we are by ourselves when we are in the presence of our best friend, you know, that we let our hair down, you know, and we take kick our shoes off and we act. Do we act the same? Are we the same behind closed doors or will we get caught slipping? You know, somebody got caught slipping on the radio a couple of uh, weeks ago. Uh, using uh, a derogatory, what we consider a derogatory remark against another uh, fellow, against another person, against another human being, which is very, uh, you would think that they knew better, but nonetheless, they got caught slipping. And so 
you don't want God to catch you slipping. And matter of fact, you, you, we have to be disciplined. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment in order to be rapture ready. The book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 14 through 16, it says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail uh, of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up, trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, uh, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. And with that being said, and I, I don't like, and I, I probably won't do this too often as many times as I have done it, but I, I believe the word of God stands on its own. And, but, you know, just a thought is that we're talking about being rapture ready, uh, the fire escape, the fire escape this way, the thought fire escape this way. You know, when you look at a building, uh, you see signs that, that point to the fire extinguisher. You see signs that point to the uh, fire escape. Uh, go this way in case of fire. In uh, places that uh, uh, many places or most places have a fire escape plan, a fire safety plan that helps you identify the routes through the building or home in the event of a fire or other emergency. Uh, it outlines how people should escape a burning building, house, or evacuate when a fire uh, threatens the structure or when there's some other type of danger that you need to escape from. And, you know, the most important structure that there is um, outside of your home or in your car, and so many place emphasis on their jobs, their homes, their cars. But what about your soul? Is your soul... Uh, fireproof. Can you make it, uh, you know, uh, into a into the safe zone? Have you made it into the safe zone yet? The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and they're safe. Are you running to Jesus? Or are you running other places? Luke, the ninth chapter, the 56 verse says, for the son of man has come not to destroy man's life, but to save them. So the, the, the whole purpose of Christ coming, and you already know this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And Mark 16 and 16 says, says that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Each of these verses speak about being saved from a terrible fate. Do you think about being saved from a terrible fate such as not making the rapture, not being ready. Now, you could have your own individual rapture, and, and let me tell you, and I do understand when, when we talk about being rapture ready, but I'm talking about the fact that you laid, somebody laid down last night, and they did not get up this morning. It was no age number on it. They didn't, they, uh, somebody that was young laid down and did not get up. Somebody that, that had plans to, uh, to beat their friends uh, in the next in the video game tomorrow, uh, which is today, did not open their eyes. Someone that had plans to get up and they were going to go to the beach or they were going to go meet their friend or they was going to go out and, and have a, a good time or they were going to sit down and reminisce about the, the time that they had the evening before, did not open their eyes. Somebody was planning to, to sign a business deal and they did, did not. It didn't happen. It didn't happen because they're not here. They had their own personal departure time, and, they, and that was it. You know, there was a man, the Bible said, that had many barns. He was successful. He was doing well. And he sat down, and he was making a business plan, and he said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to build me some more barns. Things are going pretty good. And the Bible says that the Lord spoke to him and said, thou fool, uh, this day your your soul, your, your fool, your soul is required of you. You made all these business plans about everything else. You structured everything else, but you have not done anything for your soul. And so uh, he that believeth it, uh, man's lives, what's important for each of us. He said, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. 
the son of man is not come to destroy man's lives, but to save them. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Each of these verses uh, emphasize and imply un, uh, the unruly, the unholy behavior uh, will keep you from the presence of the Lord. Now, rejecting the continual offer of salvation will cause individuals to be lost. And it's imperative that we that believe and those that understand this, that we are constantly a witness uh, by the life that we live and the invitation that we give uh, to others to be saved. You ought to want somebody else to be saved and not just yourself. You ought to want, you know, God does, and since we're his children, we feel the same way about other souls that I, I would, that no man would perish. I don't care what they've done, what they've done, uh, what they're doing, uh, the prejudice that exists. You know, somebody uh, caught a lot of flack uh, one time because they said that the Lord loves uh, Saddam Hussein and, you know, and Bin Laden and all, and, you know, somebody, people got very upset over that statement and uh, which was not something for you to get upset over, especially since the political engine had engineered uh, so much of the, uh, so many lies because of a political agenda. And so you felt and leaned toward a political agenda rather than the message of the gospel. He said he, that he died for, uh, he, God so loved the world. And so uh, that's everybody that, would, that was in the world and those that would believe would benefit. And now God loved those that don't believe as well. And so let me, let's go on here. And so uh, I was speaking with somebody. I was speaking with someone, a business a partner, and he said, I don't want to, we're talking about going to church. And uh, his, his mother, his uh, mother-in-law had witnessed to him and was telling him about the coming of Christ and that uh, that only a certain number of Jews, a remnant of Israel would be saved. And because he was Jewish, he said, you know, that I'll just get in line uh, when that day come. And, and she began to explain to him uh, that you need to line up right now because we're in a dispensation of grace. And when the dispensation of grace ends, you know, this message is all over the place because his mother-in-law is German. He's over in Germany uh, being witnessed to. Uh, by his mother-in-law and she's telling him this and, and blessing him and she prayed for him and said I'm praying that God was sent a witness uh, and here it is years later I'm become a partner in the business and uh, become a witness to him as he was stricken with cancer and the church began to pray for him and God healed him and we had a conversation and in that conversation, he said, I don't understand going to church to be instructed not to lie. Uh, anybody, and we know that lying is not good. That's a common sense thing. Stealing is not good. That's a common sense thing. There are laws against that. Cheating on my wife or cheating on my husband. Why do I have to go to church to be told that? And I agree with him in those things because they are common sense. They are local laws. You know, I was reading the law uh, one time and, and there's a law that goes way back into the cowboy days for those of you that like cowboy movies and, you know, goes back into the cowboy days that if you, uh, you know, along the dusty trail decided to stop in at your neighbor's house and pretend to be your neighbor, knowing that your, your neighbor has gone off on a journey and so you come and you pretend to be him so that you can sleep with his wife. Uh, that was breaking the law. That was an arrestable offense. And, and, and knowing the heat of passion, it may have also, a lot of people may have lost their lives uh, over that. And, and so uh, why do I have to go to church to be told that? And in our conversation, you know, he needed to understand that, yes, those are common sense things. Those are laws. And those, some of those areas are demonic. They're lion spirits that have a person bound and they need to be free from that lion spirit. If someone is a, a thief because a spirit may have them. If someone is a cheater because uh, a spirit may have them and running them and, and using them up and they need to be free. But for those that do have common sense and know these things, uh, they know better and not to do them. And you need to, you need to understand that salvation it's not, it's about the fact that you have been contaminated, uh, that has spread, a contaminant that has spread from Adam uh, to the child that we've born in the next moment. Uh, that's why the psalmist said, behold, I was 
uh, I was shaping in iniquity. I was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. And uh, in sin did my mother conceive me. And Romans tell us that whereof, wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and death uh, by sin is passed upon all men for that all has sinned. Uh, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. But we have a law, and we're told what's right and what's wrong. Nonetheless, the death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned, after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was the crumb. Uh, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So if you're going to have eternal life, you're going to have to get with God's program. If you're going to have uh, eternal life, if you're going to step out of time into eternity and see God's face with peace, all of us must line up with God's program. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 21 through 22 says, since by uh, a man came death, by a man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as Adam all died, so also in Christ all will be made alive. Sin and the action thereof required a way out. And God made that way. God is saying there is the fire escape is this way. And so we need to go the way in which God is calling us. Listen, the book of Hebrews is accredited to Paul. Some believe that the apostle Paul uh, authored this book. Others believe it was someone else, and we're not here to dispute any of that this evening but or this morning, but the, the Apostle Paul nor anyone else died for us on the cross. Uh, Paul brought this out very clearly to the Church of Corinth. He said, I'm glad I, I didn't uh, baptize any of you. I'm glad I didn't. And, and he went on to uh, exhort the fact that you should not be caught up in people. You know, we were having an ordination service and uh, someone uh, uh, someone foolishly said to one of the uh, individuals that was going to be licensed, I'm so glad that uh, they began to name names of who licensed them. Uh, but if you look at that individual's lifestyle, it doesn't line up with the with the expectations in which the individual, the person that issued them the license uh, would have considered acceptable. And so it doesn't matter. What matters is who what we do in Christ. What matters, are we lined up with the word of God? God is the one that died for us. Jesus paid the price. And Paul didn't, neither did anyone else. Whoever authored the book of Hebrews wanted us to know uh, and to remind us some that uh, the blood of the lamb uh, could not make us perfect. It could not. Priests entering into the temple offered sacrifices for their sins first. Now, if they went into the temple and they had sinned and they didn't had not gotten that right with God, they wouldn't be able to offer the sacrifice because they would be dead. God would they would be smitten when they went into the temple. The people put a rope around around the minister so that in, in bells. So that they heard those bells, or they, you know, heard the stuff hit the floor. Uh, they could drag him out of there. And, you know, so. Thank God that, that we're not relying on another man to, to bring a sacrifice for himself and then to sacrifice for our sins. We needed a permanent fix, and God understood that. From Genesis to Revelation, uh, God had been speaking uh, about the coming, and now we're talking about the, the, the second coming of Christ. We're talking about uh, him and his return. And so we, we're in the word of God dealing with what God is saying will happen. And so we needed a permanent fix. As uh, Peter had uh, exhorted and said, for Christ also hath once suffered for sin, uh, the just for the unjust, uh, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the, into the spirits in prison. He went and delivered the message. The fire escape is this way. Uh, he went down and preached to those that were sometime disobedient. Uh, and so the Bible said that uh, lets us know that the work, remember Jesus said like the, this, as Noah, excuse me, as 
that as Jonah was in the whale's belly, so the son of man is going to be in the earth. And he preached to those that was disobedient, you know, and I, I don't know exactly the, the terms, the, the words that was used and neither do you. But one thing I can say is that they saw the way out, you know, and we're calling it a fire escape today, a fire escape this way. And so those that heard the word, those that accepted the word, uh, they accepted holiness. And listen, without holiness, you're not going to see the Lord. And so they accepted holiness without which no man, nobody, man, woman, boy, or girl, it don't matter. You're not going to see the Lord without being holy. Uh, the son of man is not come to destroy lives, but to save them. They heard the message. They received the word of God. The Bible says when he, Jesus, had cried with a loud voice and yielded up the ghost, it said, and behold, the veil in the temple was rent and twined from the top to the bottom and the earth did quake and the rocks went and the graves were open and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. This is a prelude of the many of the saints, many of the bodies of the saints that was in the grave got up. The Bible said they came out the grave after his resurrection. They was following him. Fire escaped this way. He was the team leader. He, they, everybody followed after Jesus Christ. Are you following after Jesus Christ? Are you following after him? He's the leader in this place. You know, on the job, they have, you know, when we have the, the evacuation plan, there's usually a few people that, that put on, the, you know, yellow, orange vest, whatever color that they give them. Then, you know, uh, some of them feel very important, but they have they supposed to have a responsibility. And that's not to run off and leave you uh, in a bad situation, but to lead you out. Go this way. Fire escape this way. You know, this is a way out of danger. And so Christ uh, uh, had on his. Oh, my God. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. Excuse me for a moment. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, was leading them out. Many came out of the grave after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. So there was a witness. There was evidence. The same great cloud of witness that uh, that that presented themselves in that day is yet alive because he is a God of the living and not a God of the dead. The veil in the temple gave each of us the opportunity, uh, to, the same opportunity that those that was in the grave had, those that slept had, uh, the same opportunity as those that came out of the grave after the resurrection of Christ. They heard the plan. They saw the evidence. Who is this? That coming from Eden with dyed garments of Bozrah that is glorious in his apparel traveling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness and mighty to save. That was their answer. That was their deliverance. That was what they heard. The question was answered. Well, who and I'm paraphrasing who's going to save us? Uh, we see what we see. We understand what we're seeing. Uh, we we it, this is strange. We have never seen this before. It, he was the light at the end of the tunnel saying, come this way. The fire escape is this way. Remember, a fire or a fire safety plan helps you identify the route through a building or a home in the event of a fire or emergency. It outlines how people should escape the danger. The word of God outlines how we are to escape the danger. It was an emergency and they were clearly able to identify the route that needed to be taken. All they had to do was follow Jesus. All we need to do is follow Jesus. We need to apply the word of God. It's applicable in everything that we can think of. Everything, everything, no matter what you're thinking about, the word of God is applicable and the word of God fits. The word of God gives permission or it says, don't touch that. Don't mess with that. The word of God lines up with everything because we don't know in whichever state we're found in. We got to be careful. Joshua and Caleb, the Bible said this about those 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 brothers. It said they were of a different spirit. 
When God comes, will he find you of that same difference? Will he find you of that same difference? To be rapture ready, each of us must be willing to follow with all, follow all men, follow peace with all men. And we must be willing to be holy. Now, people don't like talking about holiness because they, they uh, it's like the egg and then got a bad rap. But so many other things have a bad rap, too. So let's grab hold to that, which is good. When we talk about holy, we're talking about being sanctified, talking about being set aside, talking about what God has called his people uh, throughout the, the, the history of his word. And that is saints. Uh -huh. God's word says saints. God uses uh, he's coming. Enoch had to had the message that, look, God is coming back with ten thousands of his saints. And uh, it didn't say anything else. It says saints. Uh, why do we embrace the term that someone that the people in the world that didn't know what else to say uh, placed upon us instead of embracing the word of God. What does the word of God say? It says without holiness, holiness, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And we must be looking diligently. In other words, being thorough, thorough with ourselves. Least any man fall, fell of the grace of God. Least any root of bitterness spring up, trouble you, and whereby many be defiled. Least there be any fornicator or profane person as Enoch, as Esau, who uh, chose, Esau chose to, to feed his flesh. One morsel of meat, he sold his birthright. The Bible tells us in, in, in Genesis, the 25th chapter, it says that uh, Jacob was cooking stew. He was cooking some stew. His mother had taught him how to cook and he was handling it. And Esau was a hunter. And so he was out in the field uh, chasing game. And so apparently he didn't catch anything or maybe, you know, uh, after a very exhausting day, uh, he came home and he was exhausted. He said to Jacob, he said, let me have some of that red stew for I'm exhausted. And Jacob said, uh, sell me your birthright. It's strange that he immediately went after the birthright, but uh, that's a conversation for another day. But let, let's, uh, the enemy will ask you for what you have. You know, I, I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll make sure you get what you want. Yeah, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, all you got to do is exchange something. Uh, there is an exchange. There are always exchanges going, taking place. And so we give up sin in order to be righteous. And the enemy will come and say, I'll give you the pleasure of your flesh and you give up your righteousness. And some are saying yes. Some have said yes. Some are waking up this morning after a night of yes. And, you know, and but what if the Lord was to come uh, while you what if the Lord came while we were doing what if the Lord listen, Jacob, sell me your birthright. And Esau said, I am about to die and of what use is my birthright if i'm dead jacob says swear to me now and so he swore to him his birthright that moment of exhaustion did not just represent the hunger from him hunting it was the hunger it was the exhaustion of him feeling deprived he felt deprived many i was having a conversation with a young man and he said, you know what? I feel deprived. I'm going through a situation and I feel deprived of my needs being met in my home. And so he began to do other things. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, man, no, you, you, there come a time where you have to maintain. As a young man, you got to maintain. You can't just be doing anything and running around and, saying, and looking at other people and saying, well, they doing it. No, what they're doing don't mean you can do and get away with it. I'm deprived of sex. I'm deprived of money. I'm deprived of power. And the list, uh, you know, if I was to drop a list, it would roll down the aisle, uh, you know, to the back of the church of what people feel they are being deprived from. And I'm just tired of being in this situation. Well, don't you think that the patience of God runs out too? that the Lord calls us and the day is going to come where his patience is going to run out. And when that day come, will you be rapture ready? Will you be ready in that moment when his patience come to an end? Just think about that for a moment. Pastor Carl, will you be ready? I'm striving to be ready. The Bible tells me to guard my heart with all diligence. And so I have to save myself. Let, let me tell you, I, 
that means when I'm sitting down and I'm, watch, I'm watching Netflix and, you know, or, or Prime TV and different things, you know, I'm not going to sit there and watch a sexual scene that is going to stir anything up. You got to protect your eyes. You got to protect your mind. You got to protect your heart. I'm not going to sit there and listen to a bunch of cussing. And then, then I'm walking through the house thinking about all those curse words. You need to protect your heart. You don't need all of that filth inside of you because then it needs to be washed out. Listen, if I'm already been cleansed and we get on our children about this, that, you know, I've got you clean and, you know, sit down. Remember when you were being raised that, you know, sit down here, your, your parents got you all dressed and set you on the sofa and told you not to move. Didn't give you nothing to drink. Didn't give you nothing to eat because they wanted you to stay clean as you are until you went to where you were going and return. Do not get your hair messed up. You know, um, uh, your hair has been brushed, combed, you know, all the cuckoo bugs and then has been removed and, and, you know, and ain't been braided and did whatever they want to do to make you all fresh and clean and pretty picture perfect. The Lord is coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. We don't have time to allow ourselves to get messed all up. And then we're trying constantly trying to clean ourselves up. Don't you know if you get something, uh, if you stain something so many times, that stain might become, might not be able to come out. It might not be able to come out. Listen, Peter, and I'm, I'm going to close with this here, but uh, uh, the, the writer, the writer in Hebrews just really wanted us to know that Christ, the son of man, is our redeemer. He's the one that's going to lead us uh, the right route to get out of danger. And so uh, he tasted death for all of us. He became the, the, the son of man that he might become, that we might become the sons of God, that where I am, there ye may be also. And listen, the Bible said it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when he shall appear, we're what? We're going to be like him when he's going to appear because of those that have sanctified ourselves. We have set sanctification, meaning you set yourself apart. And that's the only way you can be holy is to set yourself apart from those things that will make you unholy so that we will be the sons of God. He came to the earth that that, that we might go to heaven. Now, we're going to go to glory in order to receive uh, he that ascended must first uh, send. Uh, must first descend and then ascend it and lay gifts unto men, some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, uh, teachers for the edifying of the church. The whole purpose of the ministry is to edify the people to be ready to meet the Lord. And so we'll be caught up in the air to meet the Lord and we'll be there during a time that is a time of reward. And then uh, the earth in its refinement, uh, the, 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 the humble, the meek shall inherit the earth. And so then we'll see the earth in the position. The Bible said the whole earth is grown in travail, waiting for us to be redeemed, waiting for the rapture to take place, waiting for God's word to fulfill and to be placed back into the state in which it was as in the, the taste of the Garden of Eden. And so uh, he bore our sins that we might be partakers of his righteousness. He took on our nature in order that we might uh, have his nature, his nature, the saints, glorious nature. That That's the only term as far as Christian is meant is to say that we are Christ-like. But even in that, uh, God is coming back for the saints and those that are sanctified. And so, as I said, I'm not going to go any further. I think enough has been said that you understand and you got part of the message, only part, because we're coming back on next Sunday to talk more about being rapture ready. You know, it's so important. There's nothing greater or more important than for the saving of your soul. And so uh, uh, the apostle, the apostle Peter was encouraging the saints uh, with these words in, in his declaration of helping them to be ready. He said, listen, he said, blessed be ye the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy have begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled 
and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in this last time. Wherefore, and I'm on the 13th verse, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust of your ignorance, but as he which have called you is holy, so be ye holy in all conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. And for those that are, are listening and embracing the word, he goes on to say in the 22nd verse, he said, seeing ye have purified your souls, something to rejoice. Of. Now, that's, a, that's something to rejoice and to, and to magnify God and just go cuckoo like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Just going crazy, seeing you have purified your soul in obedience, the truth through the spirit unto unfinished love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart, fervently being born again, not of a corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. God bless you. This is Pastor Carl Henderson. Again, we're Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. God bless you and hope to see you as we come to, when we come to that place where it's no longer a stay at home, you know, uh, people will be able to move about. Until then, be safe, be blessed, love you, be obedient to the word of God. And if the Lord say the same, we'll see each other then.
God.